welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Hey Broads. Hello Broads. We're back. Here we are. We're back. Post a fun recap. I'm sure we're actually recording this before the recap, so I'm sure the episode was crazy. <laughs> I'm sure it was wild. I'm sure, sure Luke insane. did something. I'm sure Hannah was, was great. In, yeah. Etc. Classic. Um, Hopefully there wasn't another recap in the recap. Whatever happened. Yes. That was yes. a nightmare. Yes. Um, but today we have a very special episode that I'm very excited about. We're joined by a few broads. Yes, we are. Uh, listen, it's been a long time coming and we've been wanting to do this. Obviously, we had the dating with the dudes that we did um, and had some of our significant others and a couple of the guys on and we've been wanting to have a, a queer discussion panel and initially we were like hey let's have a dating yeah. panel and we still will do that but when we saw a few of the um the dms and the messages the that questions. we were receiving yeah we kind of wanted to just have a jumping off point with a few of our guests yes. and um, I, I think this will be great too because a lot of our sexuality podcasts have mm-hmm. been uh episodes have been focused sort of from a cis hetero perspective exactly exactly and, uh, so we're always talking about boyfriends and girlfriends and yeah and i know that we have a good handful of broads who are part of the queer community so yeah. like let's represent right now and introduce and, and most people know someone who is a part of the queer community so we all know someone yeah, at least one. <laughs> at least Even if you don't know, you know. The seven degrees of queer. I have a friend who's queer. I'm an ally. I'm an ally. <laughs> Speaking of that, let's introduce. Okay, so the first person that we have to introduce, if you guys have not listened to our God, Church, and the Broads episode, Great you're episode. missing out. It's one of my favorite, and we were joined by one of my best, best friends, Valerie Franco. Hi. Say hi, baby. Hi, babies. <laughs> hi, Broads. Good to be back. Oh, and now She's you can back. also watch on the YouTube. YouTube too, so you can see what. Yes, you can actually like. see. We did get Hello. a few DMs <laughs> slid into yeah. after we posted your photo, and a few of our bros were like, "Um, excuse me, can you give <laughs> her digits out?" I'm like, "You're gonna have to request those from her." Do the photo. Oh wow, slide into my DM. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. At C Val Drum, she's single. <laughs> <laughs> she's single. She's ready we're to just, mingle. Let's go. <laughs> Come on, broads. Let's do it. Ready, broads? (laughs) Are you ready, broads? Are you ready, broads? Start broadening. Um, So so we're joined with Valerie and then Tori. Hey. Hey, Tori. (laughs) Hey. Tori, let's just just give a little bio since a lot of our broads know about Valerie already. Tori, what do you do? Tell us a little little niblet about you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, I create music mm-hmm. and sing well it might not be me but i open up a channel so that something comes through me sounds nothing like my speaking voice that, very confusing oh <laughs> deep <laughs> true. um uh yeah i spend a lot of time doing that and connecting and talking to my parents on the phone uh, <laughs> drinking coffee you know Love tori that. and i play together yes yes we have a project um with mike zombie yes uh who He's best known for the track "Started from the Bottom." Now, now we're here. here. Oh, he did yes. that. Yes. <laughs> and um, if you have the opportunity to see them play, it is. Whew. It's really. Have fun. you ever come with me, Becca? No. No. Okay. <laughs> it's so powerful. <laughs> and honestly, I probably won't be anytime in the next few months. There's a baby. But there's that. a baby. But after the baby. But if you guys ever have the opportunity, fantastic. Um, and you. last but not least, there's Hello. Lee. <laughs> Hi guys. My name is Lee Don Hershey. Um. I'd like to say uh, jack of all trades. Um, 
I am an actor and a model and business entrepreneur. I own an all-female entertainment production company by the name of Girls With Flair. And basically, my goal in life is just to find that raw talent and pure um, passion and compassion in women that they suppress because of life, because of bills, because of everyday grind, and are afraid to take that leap because of the what if. When I stand in the middle of the what if and hold their hands and get them from point A to point C without the B, which is bullshit. Mm-hmm. And, you wow. Know, okay, that's a good tagline. Tag that's a tagline. Yeah, it's I'm gonna trademark that. Put that in your bio. <laughs> yeah, it is actually. Uh, it's on the record. <laughs> but um, honestly, you know, I like to. I like what Tori said. Is I feel as though there are, are a few souls inside of my body navigating at, at once, mm. and they're just trying to figure out what's going going on. And uh, I'm just trying to listen to all of them and not be afraid and uh, be myself. And that's it's evolving and growing every single day. So it's yeah, that's me. I'm just out here in LA from Texas. Woo-hoo. Texas, Texas, babe, doing it. I was know, just amazing. in Texas last week for well, the first time. I was in Austin. Oh, the best. It Austin was yeah. so fun. Austin so fun. Shit. So, so fun. Basically, Austin is like the Silver Lake East Side here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I got that vibe. Or Long Beach, honestly. Sure. It, they definitely have a lot of similarities. But I grew up in South Houston, um, born in Abilene. But I moved out from Austin because, like, all the queers, everybody, of course, different, a, or, the, the queer oasis. Yeah, I mean, wow. you moved the to misfit Austin, oasis. You get away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was awesome. Also, the flights were like 150 bucks round right. trip, oh, and yeah. I was like, <laughs> not bad. It was, it was wonderful. I wasn't expecting to love it the way I did. It was oh, great. It makes anyway, my heart warm. It's yeah. The best. yeah, that's me. Yeah. Amazing. Thank Those you. are some of the best intros we've heard. Yeah, well, let me just like, this is me. <laughs> Silence. <Yeah. laughs> You're giving us mantras and mottos. I'm living. Um, so okay. Speaking of now having this discussion panel and a lot of our listeners um, who were sending in questions, a lot of them are asking, how do I properly ask someone in a non-awkward way what their pronoun is? So do you want to start how, giving yeah, us your pronouns? How do they identify pronouns? themselves? Yeah, not only your pronoun and also maybe, yeah. How do you ask someone without feeling uncomfortable? Because oh, I, I just ask. Of, you just ask? Yeah. yeah. What's your pronoun? Honestly, okay. I mean, that's straight to the gate. Yeah, uh, it, it you just I don't put, think anybody's going to be offended by that. No, honestly, I mean, I'm situational. So that means like we're sitting here and, you know, if I'm best re- representing and identifying right now as feminine, like, I mean, but look at my legs. They're crossed. I'm feeling kind of, I mean, I look like a farmer right now. You know? <laughs> so I, I, I woke up on the more masculine side today. And uh, but I, I want it to be situational of, of our moments that we share together, you know, so even from the very moment, anything, even the eye contact. Whatever that felt, if that felt feminine or ma- or masculine to you, I want you to exercise what what we're giving each other in that moment. Um, you know, but again, a question. Ah, it's, that's it's, interesting. I've I've actually never heard that before. Yeah, I'm I, I'm trying to exercise that right now. You know, uh, I just feel as though it's so fluid. It it's always changing. You know, but I don't I don't take offense to it. Obviously, you come in a derogatory manner. We're yeah. gonna have a problem. But yeah, um, you just fought so long my life to be this lesbian queer that I'm like whoa dude you were the only one slapping labels on yourself the most you know because you were so scared <laughs> chill the fuck Seriously. out you know? <laughs> sorry with my mouth oh no you can swear as much as you'd like that's okay she's not picking up any words yet <laughs> and she might be swearing with what she's all saying yeah. over here who knows right. <laughs> um wow she's okay, got her toe in her mouth yes. yeah. oh my goodness oh she's going so basically maybe I heard you incorrectly but basically you want the other person that you're having dynamic with to sort of like 
just yeah. feed off of whatever, mm-hmm. pick up whatever you're putting down. I feel yes. that big time. I think it's like like a projection almost. I'm, I look forward to feeling how someone's feeling me. Yeah. You know? I, I want your whole honest right now, you know, because people are so quiet. We keep so, in so much in. And, you know, like the sad thing is, is just a question. What are your pronouns? It's just like other people asking you, you know, like right. isn't it funny how how much of an issue people have with mm-hmm. it too, where it's really like something so simple and people are like, Well, oh, I don't have to be expected to like go go yeah. the so like, touchy. Really so not, touchy. Yeah. Why? Like, I mean, and, and we make nicknames for all kinds of things every of single day, and people are comfortable repeating that nickname or that that made up word for something, but they can't you know yeah it, you can't say all genders yeah. or folks or individuals mm-hmm. I, I think it really is coming <laughs> from fear though i don't think it's yeah. really oh, an in, it's not an inconvenience absolutely. thing no. we do plenty of inconvenient oh, things goodness. all the time just to right. accommodate other people mm-hmm. it's and when, when you it's, don't understand too it's like i think it's a lot of people who maybe aren't not un, like not intentionally but unintentionally not educated in it and there's mm-hmm. like that concern of like i don't want to offend well even yeah. being in my body you know? i'm like i still slip constantly about myself about other people no, it's yeah. not like i'm a master because you know i still have to recondition and also feel comfortable enough with being so fluid mm-hmm. you know because that's been you know i've been she 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 or sometimes i get sir that makes me really excited i want to go <laughs> stretch all the way to the other end and then yeah. turn around look them in the eyes and they're like oh I'm so sorry <laughs> you know it's, like, it's okay you know Hello, i've been having fun with just addressing everyone as they as much as i can yes. their name and they just because now we're like really giving an opportunity for everyone to just you know choose their outfit mm. when they wake up in the morning you mm-hmm. know oh my god even my matter. heart <laughs> no. yeah. well you know, i remember so having sweet. that conversation with valerie like i was you know again becca and i we've talked about this many times on our podcast we were both raised in extremely conservative yeah. christian homes and, and until recently like you know we were able to make that how we like, you know, kind of create our own story basically. Um, and it's been a journey for both of us. And with Valerie in my life, who also, you know, was very heavily involved in the church, remember having that conversation about pronouns and about non-binary people. And I was like, how do I say, like, they just doesn't roll off the tongue. And I remember you looking at me and being like, you say they all the time. Yeah. You do. And I was like, and it blew my mind and it sounds so simple, but I was like, oh my God, I do. I refer to myself, I'll say they about, about my husband, about my dad. Like I say it all the time. Why is there that block? Yeah. And as soon as you said that to me, it was kind of like awareness. Oh. Yeah, that, that, was, that was the biggest thing for myself. Word, yeah, because yeah. yeah. I dated a non-binary person for a while, mm-hmm. and that's why this conversation started to come yes. up. It was just like, oh, I started saying they, and people were like, "Are you dating more than one person? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, are you dating it's a group confusing. of people?" And then I just had to be like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, well, you say, oh, I was hanging out with Valerie. They are a drummer." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you say that all the time, like colloquially, yeah. like it's yeah. conversational, yeah. but there's a lot of people that are like, oh, but the grammar of they, them is bad. I'm like, uh, language of all people who say there and spell it, you know, yeah. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> guys, you have to know all three theirs and your and your before you can say that they argument has Don't no even way. talk to me. Don't <laughs> even look at me. No, exactly. Don't even look at me. I will say, I didn't find out the sex of my baby before I had her. And then when I was pregnant and I was saying they, then that gets a little, that was the one scenario where I was like, that gets a little confusing. I'm not having twins. Everyone's wow. like, oh, you have yes. two. But that's like yeah. the only scenario. I met a they, like, them baby. And I still just, you know, it's f- oh. their full on they, them baby. That's and I amazing. Love it. Wow. Their name is Daylu. Whoa. Born. <laughs> 
They them. Wow. Yeah, so cool. You know what it is? Is that's like that's such cool. a beautiful. You know, you recognize that gender and sexuality are just separate, mm-hmm. and that's the most confusing part. Yeah. Like, there are so many people who identify in some kind of way. Yeah, gender. Mm-hmm. Some gender that has nothing to do with their orientation. They could be heterosexual. They, them. Yeah. Yep. You know, and that's what I think, at least like my parents are like, so what does it mean? Like, they're gay? And right. it's like, well, no, huh. not yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. it doesn't have to mean anything mm-hmm. about sexuality at all. So that's what my, so my sister uh, is dating somebody who's non-binary and it gets a little confusing because they, she's been dating them since high school and they everyone used to refer to them as he. And so then it's kind of like, well, what now I'm supposed to like change the way I was talking to this person. Anyway, the biggest question I get is (laughs) the the answer is yes. (laughs) The biggest question I get is, so is your sister like a lesbian? Because like, Mm, right. Mm -hmm. Because they wear dresses. So it's like, why does it, why they're just exercising their, their life and in general, just like, creative flow of who they are inside and it's like why are we trying to again put labels or like we have boxes because they make us feel more yeah. comfortable oh, so right. then we feel safer yeah. if we can like put somebody in this place where we understand them yeah and if we can't do that then it's kind of like a glitch where we're like i don't know it's how easier to... to dislike people when you can put them in boxes i just recently re- went back to texas and um I have been using uh, my true name, which um, an individual, I feel as though they gifted me this name that I feel has been inside my entire life. But um, my birth name is Felicia and um, never ring, never ring, um, hated it and got made fun of a lot when I was growing up and um, especially when... Friday came out, you know, mm-hmm. that just really, really oh. was oh, yeah. awful. Um, yeah, bye Felicia. Every yeah. Day. Yeah. Oh my God. You only get one. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, it's, it's, what I found was really hard was whenever my sisters and my, my old family that I haven't seen in 10 years, people that have no idea that, you know, aren't on Facebook or Instagram that mm-hmm. know that I'm, you know, gender fluid and yeah. they don't even know what gender fluid is. They, they didn't even know what quinoa was. Can we talk about it? My dad's like, is that something queer? Is that, like, <laughs> is that something queer? And I was like, no, dad. It's food. And he's like, all right. I just didn't know if I needed to learn something else. I'm like, good God. So what's At least he asked. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I know. For real. Shit, oh, my yeah. goodness. That's well, awesome. Is that something yes. queer? It's hard because, you know, like, there's so many stories and, like, they, they're, they're constantly inserting Felicia. And it's like, mm. no. Guys, like I know that we're telling this story, but you know it's 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 we have to practice this. We have to keep practicing it because you're not going to, you know, it's not going to ring true in your heart if you still see me and view me as this person. Even if you are telling old stories, you know, and I, I this could be different for everyone, yeah. you know. But but for me, it was really really hard because you know I'm that was never me, you know. That was that was never I was never Felicia. I was always Lee, and um, I'm still we're like dealing with that right now and, you know, not holding it against them, but, you know, trying to raise as much awareness as possible. But I'll tell you one thing, when my little nieces were like, Aunt Lee, Aunt Lee, to the point where I was like, oh, you know, I was like, holy shit, man. Like they are really using it. And it's such an honest, like, okay, 
we'll call you that, you yeah. know? And it wasn't like, I wasn't getting questioned, you yeah. know? And Oh my goodness. It just, it, like, I mean, <laughs> it's emotional. Extremely. Yeah. And, you know, so there's, there's so many struggles with just a fucking name, with yeah. just something small. People yeah. don't understand what kind of movement and what kind of impact it makes on people. And yeah. like your family has to, or not your family specifically, or just like a family kind of trying to understand and accept, they have to mourn. Felicia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the then, death of who they thought you were. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Which is crazy, to, you know, to really think about because if you were in there all along, it's more about like the morning of, I mean, you becoming free yeah. in yourself. It's almost a, you know, a morning and a celebration. Right. And, yeah. um, you know. Because it's not just the death of the death. <laughs> big, big air quotes for those of you not watching. The death of Felicia, it's the birth of Lee. Lee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At last. True. So yeah. I want to ask then each of you individually, like about a little bit like how you, when you first knew that you felt something a little bit different than maybe, well, I don't know actually how all of you were raised. So for me, it's like, you know, standard conservative Christianity. That's that talk coming out. But mm-hmm. I want to hear about that in just a second. But first... We got to pause because we have to. Uh, we have to talk about wine. We have to talk about our new obsession. <laughs> the company I have literally been telling everybody about. It's First Leaf Wine Club. Listen, typically me choosing what bottle of wine to buy at the store looks like me scouring the cheapest wine section and then picking that based on how cute the label is. Uh, a lot of the time it results in me feeling very blah about the wine I choose. But with First Leaf, that's not a problem anymore. No more two buck chuck for you. No more two buck so chuck for me. So here's how it works. I went online and I took the First Leaf quiz. That figures out your wine preferences from the sweetness to the wine styles to how adventurous you are and more. From there, they immediately created an introductory wine six pack for me, all for just $29.95. These wines normally go for at least $20 a piece. So you could say this is a deal. That's mm-hmm. a bit of an understatement. <laughs> Five bucks a bottle. So our first shipment of wines arrived and we drank them all up. Delish. Um, <laughs> in one night. In one night, we drank all 12 <laughs> bottles um, combined between us. We were able to go back online and rate which ones we liked and didn't like. Uh, personally, there was one that was way too acidic for me, so I gave it a thumbs down. And in my next shipment, they didn't include any wines with super high acidity. It was amazing. So, First Leaf actively crafts your perfect case of wine. Honestly, or if, if you're a wine drinker or have a friend or family member who is one, uh, this deal is a no-brainer. Six typically $20 bottles of wine for five bucks a piece. Sign up with our link and you'll get an exclusive intro offer. Six bottles of wine for only $29.95 plus free shipping. Just go to tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty. That's six bottles of wine for only $29.95 plus free shipping at tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty. Amazing. So Valerie, I know we, uh, we talked about it a little bit um, in our God in the Broad church episode, um, but you want to touch base for a hot minute about, you know, either when you knew that you were queer or when you decided to come out? Um, yeah, those are two very different yes, times. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, it was uh, realizing I had this pattern, and I know a lot of you queer girls out there feel my struggle on this. The falling in love with the best friend, uh. present company excluded. Well, included. I'm in love with you, hopelessly. Thank forever. you so much. <laughs> hopelessly. I was like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm the secret thruple with her and Evan. Obvious. Um, <laughs> Not secret. No, I mean, uh, it, it happened for me like four times in a row where I'd have these in, intense best friendships, 
Um, and then they would end up coming up to me because they felt this safe space because we're spending every waking minute together. We're mm-hmm. talking on the phone all the time, like inseparable, inseparable codependent, all mm-hmm. that stuff. And then they come out to me. And then because of what I believed, what I sincerely believed, that if I act on this, we are going to hell, the both of mm. us. Because of that, I would ghost them. I was like, we are going to hell if I say yes to this. So I just martyred myself to the relationship. It's very were, were they ever like saying that, uh, insinuating that you were gay? Like, do you, do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Okay. Oh, it's in the eyes. <laughs> They're like, I'm gay. And like with the, with the lean in, with the lean in, like, (laughs) because it, because the tension was there. It's cool. Love the long pause. Oh, the the long pause. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, and I would just be literally, I, I think to one of them, I was just like, that sucks. Let me pray for you. Like it was like that. Yeah. Yeah. Gut punch. And then to all of them, it was just a cold we're, we're done. I never text back. I never call back. And again, this is from like, we're talking every day. We're inseparable. Um, and I have since made amends to all of yeah, these wonderful, wonderful women. Uh, one of them I ran into at a, at a queer party. Nice. Um, oh, you yeah. were bartending there actually. Which huh? one? Uh, uh, it was, it was like the backyard version of, of, um, what was that Wait, party? Was it that- Cinco de Mayo? No, it was a milk milk party, huh? It was a no. milk milk, but it wasn't at Bardo. Got it, it was at the one cl- closer to like mid mid Hollywood. No vacancy. It wasn't no vacancy. It was some rented out yeah, yeah, yeah. spot. Yeah. Um. Anyways, yeah, you were bartending there. <laughs> That's right. Anyways, I ran into her there, and she goes, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> ah, I love it. <laughs> and yes. and I immediately was like, "Yo, I have to apologize to you." Um. Apologize. She mm. got it. She was raised in the church too. She was just like, I knew. I knew you weren't ready, and mm. you have to be ready. Um, and I just in in each of those cases, with with these wonderful, beautiful women, I was not ready. They were ready clearly, and I'm like, I saluted them. But I also believed wholeheartedly that if I acted on this, we were going to like eternal damnation. Like that's it. So I was just like, if if I have the self-control to walk away, I'm going to. And I did. So I did. <clears throat> um, yeah. So I, I've since like, like gotten together with the other two and been like, same thing. Like I was not ready. Um, clearly this was a thing. And I had to confront what that pattern was in myself and go, this is not a coincidence, Valerie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this is... This is who is drawn to, to you and who you are drawn to. Like, this mm. is just happening. Um, and that same magnetism or what, whatever you want to <laughs> call it did not happen with me and men. Mm. Um, I've had, like, one or two, like, things with men, and it was never anything. Like, there was nothing. There was no, like, Nothing spark. satisfying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but with, with women, it always... It just like made sense. And then I had to confront that again when I started dating a non-binary person. And then I did have people asking me, well, what does that make you? And I'm like, I don't know. A unicorn? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Special? (laughs) Absolutely fucking fantastic. (laughs) How do you feel? Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Ask Um, away. (laughs) Do you ever have any like lingering feelings about going to hell? 
Um, sure. Like sometimes it like you feel it in your body, like yeah, because it's ingrained. Because it's fear. Yeah, I have yeah the same. it's ingrained. Yeah. You do? Yeah. Were you oh, were you raised? You were raised differently, Tori. I was you differently. Were. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What were you raised in what way? Well, I mean, I was raised by a family that's definitely not into this kind of thing. Uh, my immediate family is so loving, and they don't they haven't pushed anything on me at all. Period. They've just been really, you know, the best. But they're so great. Oh, that's amazing. Your family's great. Man. I saw yeah. a photo. I feel. I think it was of your father wearing like the same war paint makeup as you, Whoa. and I wanted that's to start a whole bawling. Thing. Yeah, I that's can't. a great photo. It's a whole. It's hard. To, it's there's not, not enough time it. to get into how crazy it, it is. It was like oh my the god. The thing is, is yeah. my mom, um, her father left when she was really young, and he left for a man, and so like that in itself wow. has just kind of like trickled in our Oof. whole family of like that's disgusting, and wow. you know. So I've kept it to myself yeah, the whole time, except for my, my parents, like my mom and dad, definitely like, you know, same thing. Best friend, sleepovers, forget it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but extended eye contact. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in the same way, though, about gender and like just how I identify and everything, mm-hmm. I haven't really shoved myself into any kind mm-hmm. of box at all. I'm just existing, you know, that. that's beautiful. I mean, it feels, I don't know, it feel, the only, I noticed, you know, your question originally, like, when did you recognize that you may yeah. have felt weird? You know, yeah. I definitely felt like a cucumber in a pickle jar, like, in the girl's locker room, you know? Like, <laughs> Still do. I'm not yeah. supposed to be in here. Yep. Not because I felt like, you know, any, like, anything other than that, I'm not them, mm-hmm. you know? I don't belong in the men's one. I definitely don't belong in this one. And I don't know, like, where to go, you know. And right. to be honest, I didn't go to school. Like, I stopped going because okay. I just felt so out of place. There was no one to relate to. I stayed up all night and then would, like, sleep during school. Where did mm. you live? On Long Island in New York. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so <clears throat> the second I could, I just booked it across the country with my first girlfriend. Mm-hmm. We were closeted. We got okay. we shared a bedroom and had two twin beds, but like yeah. when the door shut, we were in mine. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, you would go in for you four wouldn't even push them together. Bro. You just would do the wow. full cut up. Push I them together, s- bro. I see you. Right? <laughs> I and see also, you. I'm like, come closer. You know, yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, too bad, twin bed. <laughs> 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 too bad. Wish it was bigger. Um, but yeah, and then you know, being in San Diego and like finding myself and being free mm-hmm. in that. Thank heavens. I have see another thing that I think um a lot of people who are non-binary encounter is um I get this question a lot too about my sister's partner because the funny thing is no one's gonna ask her about it mm. everyone's gonna They're ask gonna me go her right. sister because they feel uncomfortable the right. yeah right. exactly it's not even in the, oh I want to I want to have awareness raised no, no, it's no. like no no it's curious it's, it's gossipy yeah. it's gossipy it's like Spilled wanting tea, to get honey, exactly yeah. and and it's and it is also genuine curiosity because it is something a lot of people don't understand so they're like mm. i don't know if i'm gonna be rude but like can mm-hmm. you tell me because like mm-hmm. i just want to know when you should what just happens. be open like, and honest and they would respect the yeah. shit out of you yeah, you know yeah. at least you're trying totally showing up is half the fucking battle here guys you yeah know? Just and, like, and being honest like i don't know yeah. very like can you help me yeah um but the difference is is that some people come with the um the premise uh, that they're that they want to know but then they're like but what if? and then it kind of turns into this like debatey thing so mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. anyway mm-hmm. uh people always ask me 
So are they going to tra- like transition? Like, are they going to have surgery? Yeah. Instantly. Are they going to get boobs now since they wear a skirt? Like, you know, it's in, and that's something. So maybe, maybe you guys can speak to that. Uh, like how would you address people who think that their genitalia is um, directly linked to how they identify with well, my dad gender. is terrified. Um, were you finished? I want to make sure I'm you done. were finished. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Okay, making sure. All right. Um, you are cool geez. as a cucumber in a pickle right? jar. <laughs> totally. That's why I like you so much. Um, obviously, you know, I said I was born in Texas and yeah. I was raised Southern Baptist. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, yeah. deep breath. Yeah. <laughs> Instantly, out of all things, I'm like, ah. Yeah. So, um, you know. Went to church about three times a day when I lived on in the farm area with like my mom, my dad, my immediate family. Uh, we would go to Southern Church of Christ, and um, queer was not a thing. I grew up hearing my dad bash trans, um, anything trans, like transvestites. You know, this just was just always a, a, a negative thing. And I remember. Um, my dad and my stepmom got together. Uh, my stepmom's ex-husband, his sister, transitioned. So I only knew them as the male. Mm. But I remember my dad, you know, all the time, like, making fun of them. And I just remember at an early age, I was most likely about five. Um, I always wanted to play the dad. I always wanted to be the brother. Um, <laughs> when my dad would leave for work, I would put on his cowboy boots. And, um, <laughs> and like I put on his belt buckle and I would uh, fake shave and like slick my hair back in the mirror and like I just felt like me and my sister would always make fun of me and be like why do you always want to be a boy and I'm like just leave me alone like <laughs> you need a dad yeah. like let me play the let dad me, like yeah. this isn't about anything else <laughs> other than playing we're acting so here, in character okay? you know? so um you know there's always that and uh the first time I had a feeling about a girl was actually my second grade teacher. And she was helping me with my speech because I had a really bad accent. And it was real bad. I used to call my daddy daddy. And, um, of course, got made fun of a lot. So I put myself through speech class. And this woman would stay after school with me. And she would help me with my speech because my parents weren't around anyway. So um, I fell in love with her. And it was to the point where I didn't want to go to the next grade. I was scared to, because I thought she was never going to be there again. And uh, <laughs> oh, it's a little emotional. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, so I suppressed it and didn't act on it. I never kissed anyone. I never fell in love with any of my best friends because I was always afraid that they were going to know. And so just like Tori, you know, uh, in the dressing rooms, I always changed it in the shower and it wasn't because I was attracted to these females. It was the fact that I wanted to respect them. And even for, for a slight God, second same. to know same. that they could be scared, you know, it, I never wanted to put that on anyone. And I came out my junior year. I got caught making out with the homecoming queen. Oh, um, yeah. At my homecoming party, and I'm sure everyone who listens to this is going to be like, oh, shit, dude, I remember that. (laughs) Because nobody in my school was queer. I went to a big 5A in League City, Texas, and um, the only queers were, you know, the goth kids, and they just, you know, they got made fun of so much. And I was like, "Mm mm-mm. That kid that was always fluid in every group and just would, you know, because if I picked a group, then people were going to find out some way, you know. So, like, right. I just tried to be anywhere and everywhere I could 
you know, could put their finger on me. And so um, came out my junior year, and uh, it actually made a ripple. And a lot of athletes after that started coming out. And wow. it wasn't an easy thing because that night a best friend of mine from the first grade got four dozen eggs, and she egged my Jeep my prized possession it was my everything uh the doors were off of it the top was off of <gasps> it and mind you i'm having this big ass party so i sleep in until like two the next day because i'm hungover and i go outside and there was so much damage caused to my jeep in inside and outside from the eggs because it had been baking in the sun and it's texas that i called her mom and was like hey you guys have to pay the damages. This is unacceptable. And I'm trying to keep it low key because my parents still don't know. My parents are out of town. After all this is going down, I'm throwing this huge party. And then I come out, holy shit balls. Like <laughs> my life is over. I'm going to die. And now I'm going to hell, like literally in a weekend. So oh um, <laughs> hope it was uh, a great weekend. Oh, it was a banger. And so people still talk about this party. All right. Um, <laughs> And, uh, I want to go to that party. <laughs> We're going to redo it, actually. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make a film out of it one day. Um, so, long story, the next football game, uh, there weren't as many people there. And I was like, where is everybody at? And all through the week, you know, people had been bumping their gums, talking shit. And uh, Ashley's going to kick your ass. Ashley's going to kick your ass. I was like, well, Sherry egged my Jeep, so bring it on. You know, mm -hmm. like it, yeah. I'm not going to go after her, but if this is what's going to happen, like I'm, I will stand for myself, not just for my Jeep, but for the fact that I kissed a girl and I liked it. Hey. You did that before you carry, yeah. can't carry. So, um, <laughs> you know, uh, long story short, I go to this football game and everyone's like, oh, everyone's at Pierce's. We're going to go party, leave the football game, show up with two of my homies. And I walk in the backyard and there's about 175 kids in a circle and Ashley's standing right in the middle. And I was like, is this really happening? You guys set me up. Like, you set me up. Whoa. So I get in, a, in front of all of these kids. This is one I'm, of your best friends since elementary yeah. school who wants elementary to fight school, you. Who wants to fight me and beat the shit out of me because I'm queer. Come or on, because Ashley. I kiss a girl. And everyone else is like, dude, chill the fuck out. Like, really? This is, this is so-and-so. Come on, you know this person. Like, yeah. this doesn't change anything here. Really? Like, so there was a lot of people that were, like... Oh, I like, had so many supporters, which was yeah. surprising, you know? Yeah. And um, the ones that weren't are, I feel as though they had tendencies and, and, yeah. and you know... Do you think your friend did? I think so. Um, I'm saying it. Um, I, have, I haven't said it out loud yeah. like this, yeah. and, but I, I honestly think so. And Yeah, the lady doth protest yeah. too much. Yeah. She's so, got to fight you. Yeah. So we, I, I didn't, <laughs> so I didn't angry, swing. Yeah. You know? She swung first, and after that, I did what I had to do, and I made a statement. And I'm not proud of it. I still ask forgiveness every single day from that. I hurt her. I hurt her real bad. Whoa. And I'm not proud of that, but yeah. I, am, I am very proud that somebody had to stand up to a bully. And someone stood up to more than one bully. It was 175 kids that stood there and watched that and let that happen. Ugh. Not one kid stood up and said, fuck this. I'm not going to let this happen. Not one. And that right there, it told me and it showed me, you're in this. This is you. Now pick yourself up by your bootstraps and know who you are and stand in your fucking truth. And I did. And after that, I've just been trying to navigate through what I can and... It hasn't been easy. Um, there was a lot that came on that junior year and that senior year, which also caused me not to want to go to school. Mm -hmm. And 
there are a lot of things that people don't know that I went through. Um, I found out that there was some sexual trauma that happened in my past when my mm. just came out in the news and it involved, you know, someone else in my family and it mm. was like this huge sting and nobody knew that. And my dad basically disowned me, manipulated me with money because my mom and him split young and my mom couldn't afford to take care of me and I played ball. I played a lot of sports mm -hmm. to keep me happy and safe and not to kill myself. So first time I wanted to kill myself, I was seven years old. I almost jumped off my house when I watched my mom ride away on the back of a motorcycle with my stepdad. And I knew Michelle. that moment. Yeah, Michelle! <laughs> I knew that there was something that I was battling. And there was a lot yeah. inside. Good, bad, something I couldn't explain. And, yeah. <laughs> was your, your, your second grade teacher, was that the first person you felt, like, really seen by? Yeah, yeah. Mm. totally. Totally seen by. And... Uh, I'd never felt that and, before. And how old were you? That was second grade, so seven. Yeah. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Really? Well, thank God yeah. for her. Thank God for her, right? Yeah. yeah. So you know, I'm happy everything that I went through because I wouldn't be sitting here with all of you beautiful people right now. Yeah, and definitely anything I do from here on out, it's for the youth, and just to know it's okay. You're all right. You had to have representation too and to see people that you identify with is so important. Oh yeah. In yeah. so many different spheres. Yep. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel the connection until I moved out here to LA. I'll tell you, I, there I knew a few trans individuals in Austin before I moved. But the moment I moved out here, it was mm -hmm. like, holy shit. That yeah. was like everywhere. And I, it totally different ball game. I've never felt more comfortable and secure in my Simple, and mm -hmm. I have in a, ever. Well, I'm feeling of safety too. I'm mm -hmm. sure because yeah. absolutely. I mean, if you don't know, I mean, you should know that for people listening that it's so dangerous. Like just what you're talking about, it always blows my mind the anger that people feel. I do understand when people are like, "Oh, I don't get it." You know, people are scared, but then like mm -hmm. the 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 fear reaction that translates into anger and right. violence is yeah. so common. <sighs> yeah. Um, mm -hmm. You know what else that. You know, when um, people are touched inappropriately, like you're saying, yeah. I something about it bothers me that we attach that to our sexuality. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's a really common issue where, like, people are like, oh, well, oh, like, you know, did you go through something? You know, and yeah, mm. a lot of people have, queer or not, mm -hmm. you know, and it's it's really hard to live with that where you're like... You want to talk about it and feel safe and accepted and seen and comfortable and also not like you're any less of a queer or, I mean, a person right. in the general. Only, the for, only reason right. you're queer is because right. you like were molested. Yeah. Well, you're, you're attaching damage to it. Right. Like yeah. you are damaged. Yeah. Well, then that's really this. hard. This is an expression yeah. of your brokenness is yes. what that message is yes, saying. Yes, absolutely. And that was something I had to unpack, too. Hmm. Like. I, what you're saying, Lee, yeah. I identify yeah, a thousand percent. I, and I just recently uncovered with my therapist is, oh, and that feels so good to say, guys, because like we don't do therapy in our family. We talk about it, which <laughs> yeah. we don't talk about it. So like it feels so fucking good to be vulnerable with y'all. Mm -hmm. I just want y'all to know that. So, oh like, my God. No, um, we, we also, we talk about therapy <laughs> every episode every of this episode. Oh, <laughs> So it. basically so much. confusing um, love with trauma and... Oof. This individual who who was inappropriate with me at a young age, of course, he didn't know the extent of what he was doing. And 
before that, I loved him. We were best friends. He's the funniest cat in the world, like just this role model in a sense, you know. And it got to the point where he hurt me. And it hurt me, not my feelings, but he physically hurt me. And that's when it stopped. And so after he hurt me, he started to be mean to me. And he started to distance himself. And so I went through this person hurting me, then this person leaving me, and then this person not loving me. And so I've been confusing love my entire life because of trauma, because of abandonment, because of... um, fucking life (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know so it it's actually I'm 33 years old and I'm just now figuring out that you know and here my past partners I definitely want to send out a a love to you regardless of what we went through but thank you for being a stepping stone not a stepping stone but (laughs) thank you for being uh what am I looking for part of the journey part of the journey Um, they walked with you yeah and uh you know I'm working every single day to, to, to go back and I'm healing and rewiring, you know? Well, like what you're saying is like, to me, such a, such an impactful reason of why something like this, like us sitting together is so important because at the end of the day, someone from a completely different background who has a problem with who you are and who you decide to love is feeling the exact same thing Mm -hmm. in maybe a different world. Of course. And then hearing it from someone like you, you go, oh my God, like we are all the same. Relating. We're all, yeah. And it's, and it takes that, it takes that person. And that's why I, you know, when you're talking about LA, like I remember when, when I first moved here and it's just like, you're all of a sudden surrounded by so many different types of people. And, um, I know when, you know, certain people who sent in DMs to us and questions that were, you know, uh, genuine questions, but maybe, misinformed they're trying to process things Mm my my go-to when it comes to meeting anyone who's different than you is like you don't see and can't be empathetic until you actually like befriend someone Mm -hmm. or see through see someone's story yeah there's there's a quote i think it's actually my mom was reading Brene Brown. It's I a Brene, lo- Brown I Brene. Brene Brown. I love Brene. I love Brene. I love Brene. The broads love Brene. Yeah, we love Brene in this Hashtag Brene broads. Uh, no, she says something like it's hard to hate someone up close. Or some, oh, some quote like that. That's so it. true. Through there is a reason she is who she yeah, is. She's Brene the best. Brown. I love, Brene I mean, thinking so of true. everyone as like a baby, if your baby, somebody's oh. baby. I mean, that's just yeah. the best way to go. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. I think like I know from myself personally and this is something that is like so like yucky for me to talk about because it takes me back to a point that I you know this is a moment in my life I wish that I could go back and relive and erase and change but one of my best friends growing up again I was raised I was borderline Baptist went to Baptist college and you know whatever very conservative and she came out to me when we were maybe 17 and at that point in my life, I had a billion questions. Like mm-hmm. I, I was just like, I don't understand this and this doesn't make sense. And I never was okay with the idea of saying like being, being gay is wrong, but I looked at her and I regretted for the rest of my life. And we had so many conversations and instead of just being happy and like opening my arms, being like, let's talk, how can I be there for you? Whatever. I looked at her and I did the, like, I'm going to pray for you, but your journey is the incorrect journey. And like, mm-hmm. 
it breaks my heart and I tell her on Laura I love you so much <laughs> I tell her on a regular basis oh, it's Laura, just hey, like Laura. hey Laura <laughs> um that she was so patient with me yes and this was her coming out too like this was not an easy thing for her she's right. coming out in a very christian community with a family who is extremely conservative and here she opens up to one of her best friends and her breath her best friend doesn't like accept her with open arms yeah but you're such a vital part of that like the weed in the garden you know mm -hmm. i can't stop thinking about that lately like when you see a weed in the garden everyone thinks to want to pull it but really it's showing you how strong and like healthy your soil mm -hmm. is you know it's going mm -hmm. to grow in her garden she looked at you and trust you and was able to discover her own feeling even deeper, like what she wasn't willing to walk away from. Wow. It's mm. so you know? interesting. And she was like that for me too, because I was having so many questions about everything mm -hmm. ever. Right. <laughs> so mm. when she like responded to me in that way and this person who I love so much and I saw how much this was breaking her apart, how hard this was for her. This wasn't just like some off the cuff decision. Like this is what I'm going to do this week, honey. Like this right. was like, this is everything yeah. for her. And I watched her grow and just like blossom awesome. into this incredible human being that mm. was like all of us always knew was there too. Like she was such an amazing person, but she just got better. It was like that broke me down and that changed. She changed completely navigated my life in a different mm. direction. Both of you are butterflies. Mm -hmm. Can I jump off of this because, yeah. and I'm not saying this actually in regards to your situation at all, because this was your friend, but I just want to say to the listeners, it, it it is not your friend or family member's obligation to uh, educate you or explain things to you. And there are resources, although if they are gracious enough to do so, be thankful for that. But there are resources that you can use instead of asking other people to put in emotional labor to explain things for you. Give it a Google. Mm -hmm. And that's not, yeah, give it, <laughs> give it a Google. There's Google, Google. there's podcasts. And, and this is not just for queer people, but for black and brown people's experience too, instead of being like, well, I don't get this. Can you explain why this is painful for you? When you ask somebody a question like that, you're asking them to just dig up, like, and, ex you know, explain their pain to you. And that's not, right. it's not their well, job. Well, on the other end of that, we also don't have to feel obligated to answer either. Totally. Yeah. Can exercise Two, three, totally. Yeah. No. Set boundaries. boundaries. Set boundaries. Boundaries, yeah. Yeah. boundaries yeah. are huge. You know? Um, I love when you say huge. Yeah. You, don't you got the, the huge. Yeah. Yeah. Long, Long Island baby. I love it. Okay, let's put a quick period in this and talk about periods. Oh, that was a cool oh, segue. Whoa. You know. Whoa. Love it. Thanks, guys. Technically Listen. a semicolon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what, grammar police? <laughs> Let, uh, listen, they happen. Periods happen. They are not always fun. I'm on mine right now, but something can make them a little bit better, and that's Lola, the female-founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, liners, and all-natural cleansing wipes. I have one of their tampons in right now, and you know what? It's fantastic. Lola is inside of me as we speak. It is um. inside of me. If we care about the ingredients in the food we eat and the beauty products we use, why shouldn't the same be true of our feminine care products? Unlike other major brands, Lola products are 100% natural. No BS, no mystery fibers or doubts about what's going on in your body, going in your body. The FDA doesn't require brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients in their feminine care products, so most of them don't. Lola offers complete transparency about the ingredients found in their tampons, pads, liners, and wipes. Also, Lola makes it easy as possible. 
Number one, they allow you to customize your box with their products online. And second, they deliver the box straight to your door in time for your period. So you don't have to get up off the couch to go shopping for your feminine products if you are having cramp city or if you just don't feel like it. I live for the convenience and on top of everything, for every purchase, they donate feminine care products to homeless shelters across the U.S. For 40% off all subscriptions, visit mylola.com and enter chatty when you subscribe. That's 40% off all subscriptions by going to mylola.com and enter code chatty do what's best for your period 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 also should we we should change the word to uterine care products we should to be inclusive there you go wow. doing like it. i am hating the word feminine lately by the way speaking of being non-binary and talking about gender because i get um i get message or i get comments all the time about like your hair on your legs isn't feminine <laughs> and like that's so manly <laughs> It's so manly. My armpits are really long and I don't get shit. It's yeah. just like, yeah. anyway, it's just funny that also I was thinking when we were talking about gender that um, your gender also isn't, uh, doesn't have to do with how you express yourself like at the same time. Like how you, you pres- could how identify. You present is completely mm-hmm. different. The, right. The pronoun that, yes, pre- present. present. Mm-hmm. Like somebody could want to be. Yeah, you want to be um, identified with a certain pronoun and then they could wear something that to you, in your mind, an idea of what's manly or what's feminine could right. go against how you want to be identified. Yeah, mm-hmm. how is this all decided? Yeah. Wh- who's higher up here? <laughs> do we submit Do we submit a memo? How do we yeah. down? Do you I have a complaint. Complaint. I have oh, yeah, right? I'm yeah. going to write a letter. I have yeah. a suggestion. Where the fuck's the box? Yeah. Where, where's the box? Where do we it? If I have a memo. <laughs> you know what I was thinking that about the three of us, at least? Uh, just how I, you know, when you go through tra- uh, traumatic experience when you're younger, and you just ha- create your mind to be so expansive and imaginative mm-hmm. so you can escape. Mm-hmm. And uh, how we have... Oh, my goodness work through our world now and what we do drummer Mm -hmm. and you know creating the music the platform acting modeling (laughs) all of it is like expansion of character roles escapism like in so many forms you know that was my one huge escape whenever i was little or movies just going away and getting away from it yeah yeah or being able to like because i would low-key watch some with queers or something like the birdcage you know sure god best movie right so good you know (laughs) made it okay i want to get that shirt that he wears in the movie that says straight looking oh my god (laughs) the crop top that says straight looking because it doesn't not the shirt i am wearing says fucking queer yeah (laughs) that's so interesting what you're talking about though because my by the way my sister listens to this podcast and she's like you can talk about me all you want what's your sister's name for rice cakes her her name's (laughs) rice cakes her name's Rachel, and hey, she Rachel. is Hi, Rach. the <laughs> coolest. <laughs> she is the. Oh, I have like she's such a, a like. She's the coolest, baddest bitch. She shaves <laughs> off her eyebrows and lets her like <gasps> hair grow out. Oh, oh my god! Like no. she. Can oh I tell god. you something about that really quickly? That I yes. just learned. My girlfriend told me yesterday. In Egypt, when a cat dies, they shave their eyebrows off, and it, the amount of time that it takes for the eyebrows to grow back is a mourning period. Shut Whoa. the fuck! How cool uh, is that? Whoa. What? I love Grayson should have shaved his so eyebrows cool. off for Buddha cat. Oh, that would have been yeah. cool. Um, anyway, sorry. anyway, right. I, I guess no, I, no. I use this platform sometimes to process through my relationship with my sister. Perfect. I have four siblings, but it's been very up and down. And she is honestly a lot more comfortable in herself than I am sometimes. And, and sometimes just I process through my own feelings, like with how I feel towards her about things. And sometimes I realize that I'm 
it's directed more to myself than to right. her. It's a whole thing. Um, but she, growing up, was always very, like, imaginative and always had imaginary friends and always... And I was like, wow, I just envied her because she yeah. was always able to create these so worlds creative. for herself. And then now she's, like, a makeup artist and costume designer and all of that. And now she's just in the past... Well, she's just, I, I won't get into it, but she's becoming more comfortable with herself and her sexuality and her, how she identifies with her partner and the partners she has and all of that. And she's so awesome. And she's, she's taught Beautiful me so human. much about myself too. Um, it's just interesting the things that are so internalized, uh, you know, like you were talking about your friend who's so angry and the people who are so angry. And I've noticed just for me, and I, like you're saying, I don't like admitting this, but I've always been very comfortable um, with men who are gay. Like I had a gay boyfriend in high school, except he was straight for me, but, <laughs> but I didn't straight mind. Like you. I thought it was, I was like, yeah. we've talked about this where I was like, well, being gay is wrong. And like, I know that blah, blah, blah sleeps with other men and he sleeps with me, but like, I don't care. Like it's whatever. There was like mm. this disconnect and I've always felt like I don't care. And I actually like, I think it's really hot. I like when I see, I like gay porn. I like, but then with, when women are gay, there's something about it for me. That's like, do you think that it's a portrayal as far as media goes? Because for so many years, like gay men were just flashed all over our screen and we were like, okay with that. And then gay I women, didn't, I didn't have a wasn't. lot flashed across my screen. Like oh, I, I did. I watched all <laughs> just Will and Grace all day. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like there wasn't a lot of, there wasn't a lot of portrayal in the media for a long time. There was no in between. There was backlash with Ellen. I mean, look at that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like that huge backlash. And yeah. Then after that, thank goodness, Pioneer, she was. You know, that's when... But she really, had persevered. Yeah, oh, she of really course, was. of yeah. course. But what yeah, I'm yeah. saying, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. I feel as though I would watch more movies uh -huh. with gay men than lesbians or you know right any queer women or anything and if it was it was if it was lesbian i feel like it was often just like hypersexualized. right yeah. exactly it was like, here's two lipstick femme like all over each other and like this is clearly yeah, this is just clearly for format yeah, yeah like yeah. come Foreman. on yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. i think yeah. it's actually maybe just more that i'm uncomfortable with female sexuality in general be it and we've talked about this before right be we, it straight yeah, be it hetero or not, it's yeah. like I feel uncomfortable with the expression of female sexuality, even my own, even in like a heterosexual context. It's sort of like, and I think that's a Christian thing I where agree. I'm like I'm really uncomfortable with women being openly like sexual and free, even though like in my head, I'm like, this is good. And in my <laughs> body, I have this resistance and this like, this doesn't like you have a lot of young well, energy. I don't know if I could even blame it on the church or what, but like there's a balance of. Like your energy, you present very feminine, like you, the word you hate, but you have a lot of young energy flowing through you. Like I can feel it, you know, huh. like taking care and like handling it, you know, yeah. and that I feel it can be conflicting yeah. a lot of times when it makes like, you know, you're like, I feel more young, but I'm like definitely supposed to be more soft or fluid or accepting, you know, yeah. feminine. Yeah. I've felt this resistance within myself where it's like sometimes even... In a sexual context, I've fantasized about being a man to be able to have a male male experience because there's something right. about you it. And me both. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There's something about it that feels more like pure to me, and I don't know how to describe it, but yeah. there's something about like I mm. want to be out of my body and not like that. Uh, me, Rebecca, doesn't want to be a man, but there's this fantasy of just being somebody completely different. Well, yeah. if you think about just external and internal, like our organs, yeah. you know, that external, you're more in control, you're pushing and you're not receiving which is so feminine and soft and yin and s like you know 
it's very vulnerable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Extremely. Yeah. And that's like, I mean, it doesn't have to do with anything, male, female, just energetically. Yeah. Being able to receive. I struggle with that sometimes. Uh, it's like a, I love you, Julia. You're so amazing. But, uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes she's like, babe, come on. Like, let me let me do this. Like, yeah. like she wants yeah. to take full advantage, and you know, and, and I think it's it's extremely hot, so so sexy. But sometimes, you know, I'm like, it's hard for me. It's very yeah. hard for me to receive because it's not the fact that I don't want it or I'm not attracted to her. It's the fact that I'm am dealing with so much trauma, rewiring, mm-hmm. and going through that, but not seeing it as so much as uh, negative. Uh, seeing it as. Um, an experience that I went through and seeing it as something that I grew from mm-hmm. and uh, something that I can bring awareness to. Um, but I struggle with that a lot. And again, I'm evolving. I'm growing. I don't even really know what the next card's going to be. Yeah. But relinquishing control, I think, yeah. is the key in that space. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's like, I'm, I'm working on it, you know, obviously. Um, but having a partner that is right there for me and next to me and it holds my hand through this journey is unbelievable like she deals with a lot of shit (laughs) yeah can you can you speak about your about your partner can we talk about like dating and what that looks Um, like i think there's so much curiosity before we move on to that yeah just to touch base on where you're coming from with with female sexuality i've thought about this a lot because there's so many layers i had to unpack in coming out to myself and one of those big ones which we talked about on the last episode I was on was the the god thing the church thing mm-hmm. and um we were taught that sex is basically for men yes so of course when two like when two men do it it seems fine because yeah, there's for something men, almost like yeah like pure primal, like I said yeah, there's primal, almost like primal. yeah exactly and mm-hmm. like oh two primal beings are allowed to be primal together we yeah. weren't taught that we have primal instinct yes Mm -hmm. we were taught to save it save it save it so when you see two women with each other or two female-bodied like people oh so many people are like i don't get it like what do you do what do you mean fuck what do you mean (laughs) what what is that what what the lego pieces don't fit um get creative right (laughs) there are so many anyways besides the point like get out of the box (laughs) get out of the box Get in it though. <laughs> hey, boom, I'm I was digging that. Nice. Yeah. There's been so many box yeah. things yeah. being talked about. Anyways, um, yeah, coming coming from the the church side of things, mm-hmm. it's always been um, celibacy, celibacy, celibacy. If a guy does it, it's fine because they're wired that way. Mm-hmm. We 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 weren't given that excuse. We weren't given yeah, men that, are wired that pass. That way. Yeah, yeah, that's no. yeah. that no, language. Right. Men are wired. We, they we can't help so it that they're horny all the time. We are so rewired. sexual. Yeah. Girls are so fucking sexual. Oh, hell yeah. Um, and so I think to, to, to answer, not to answer it, but to speak to that, like that was something I battled with too. I was like, why, why do I, why does it feel so foreign? Even when I have these feelings of, I want to be with a woman mm-hmm. yeah, and it feels so natural. Why, when I see it, does it, do I go, uh, do I have this kind of like cringe like, feeling? Yeah, totally. And it's because that was supposed to be reserved for husbands mm-hmm. or men. Yeah. And so I had to go, this is not for a man. Yes. Yeah. My body, I'm gesturing to my bod. <laughs> yeah. This is for like my partner, whoever that yeah. is, does not need to be man. And that was part of my unwiring. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. And, and that, I was just going to say also with uh, like lesbian pornography, it's also a lot of times for men. That's another part of the, that's yes. another, right, that's right, another right, part right. of yes. the ew where you're just like, uh, this is not Forget like, it. this yeah. is yeah. not. That's right. And the warmest sure, color is the sure. best depiction, I would say. Feels really close to life. That's the only thing I can't. Speak oh yeah, to I haven't watched it, but person. I've heard that. I'm not a Which porn one? person either. I've Blue never watched the porn. Color. Oh yes, I remember. No, no, that's a foreign yeah. film, right? It's a what? yeah, it's a French film. <laughs> I need to watch Man, that. It's good. There's a lot of commentary <laughs> about it. Good. If you want to watch it, it's what twenty minutes, twelve minutes. It's like a long. It's a really long. It's a long scene. Oh, the sex scene? Yeah. <laughs> it's like the movie? No, the movie is also <laughs> oh, long. It's like, t- typical form. The movie is 12 minutes? Forget it. It's amazing. No, the scene is, <laughs> oh, okay. is shit. The whole dynamic, the whole thing. She's yeah. like straight, you know, bunny ears, whatever, gay, the whole thing. It's yeah. very wow. accurate depiction. I feel like of a lot of stories I've heard, a lot of stories mm-hmm. that are my own, you know. Mm-hmm. That's neat. Oh, well, we've yeah. been, sorry, one more thing that we were just, and I also interrupted you, Valerie, and I'm sorry about that. So continue with what. Uh, I mean, I was pretty much. Okay. It, it was the, the Christian church packaging yeah. of what things ought to look like. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think we have that so in, ingrained. Mm. We also had a, a tantric um, teacher on last yeah. week, and she was talking about how it's also very Western, just in general. Like, Eastern cultures, there was so much goddess worship and female sexuality that's like ingrained in their scriptures and everything. Mm. So that like it's very Western for it to be very male focused and not the female pleasure. And to speak to that, the indigenous culture that we pretty much wiped out here used to revere two spirited people. They're called TS, two spirit Mm -hmm. people. They were a revered gender that was unquote. the first that wow. first resonated with me when i learned about that i was like oh, yeah two spirit i remember I about that uh-huh. valerie like, taught me that too and i was, I was like, like yes yes what yes, yes, yes. yeah oh my god <laughs> it was and it's so beautiful yeah. too right uh, and to, to and to not only recognize in your culture that this exists but that they were a special set apart like member of the society mm-hmm. they were they were looked to for very specific certain things. So yeah. they they were looked to. Oh, do you have a two spirited person? Wow, here they right. are. They were a revered part of their right. community. What if we did that? Like a what if we level. revered? What if we revered two spirited people well, instead of going, hey, pick a side? Didn't you yeah. say too that there was like like obviously in more ancient culture like there's a purpose like the males do something and the female and then you were saying the two spirited per- uh, uh, individual had a purpose yeah. too like it was not just like oh there they are they kind have of doing a role just like they men had and a women. role exactly exactly yeah. so cool and that's and that's a thing we yeah. have to kind of like undo not not necessarily undo or rewire but question is what are these gender roles and mm-hmm. I think I mean that's this whole thing has so many layers. We're looking at societal gender roles of Americans, you know, like we are looking at this whole situation through a specific lens. Mm -hmm. Um, There's gender roles, there's gender, there's uh, sexuality, there's presentation, there's spiritual inclinations to everything, like towards everything. There's so many layers and then trauma abuse. Like you have to unpack so much. This isn't just a question of, of, What's your favorite color? Yeah. (laughs) Are you LGBTQIA plus? Like pick, pick, pick a letter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I think we we would each pick maybe a different letter a day depending. Mm. Well, isn't that kind of funny how there ends up being other 
sectors of Other like qualifiers. there's binary yeah then there's becomes like five different things and yeah, i'm even right. looking at your, all of your guys's hair and then i'm like oh yeah see the, can then we you, have an then, h for <laughs> hair we know you are queer h because of your hair you know what i mean like oh, there's different it. ways of <laughs> points to jess <laughs> who goes to the same the same hairstylist as me yeah if you go to jo uh, joey bamrick you are gay or at least they want you to be she's uh the first person who chopped all my hair off when i moved to la how I had, special um my hair was probably down to my hip um but shaved on both sides so it's this long long like i don't even know what the hell it was honestly beautiful loving it um <laughs> and so basically for a movie i got picked up on uh, i had to play i was playing an f to m and i jordan shaved my head and so like wow. that was the most euphoric feeling in the world by the way Fucking did you amazing. feel like you saw yourself Oh, like when I, you looked in the mirror. Yeah, and what's cool is she snapped a picture, and so there was the, the the mirror, and then there was the medicine cabinet. So when she snapped the the picture, you could see the side that was shaved, and then you could still see the long on the other side that yes. hadn't been shaved yet. And that person that I could see in that medicine mirror, oh shit, that's a person that I, I, I have been trying to find my entire <laughs> life. That is the like epitome of the gi jane feeling or the terminator like it was just holy shit yeah, it's I ironic that it's on the I medicine cabinet medicinal purposes objects may seem closer than they appear <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, you're right there yeah. holy shit oh my god you've been there this whole time yes. Yes. Yeah. Valerie, shout out to jordan what's that book you're holding oh i brought uh one of my favorite books i'm gonna Give it a shout out. I have no affiliation with uh, the, the people that wrote it. Other than that, I read it and it helped me a lot. It's called How to Understand Your Gender, A Practical Guide for Ooh. Exploring Who You Are. Um, it's, that sounds like fun. It's yeah. really good. I like personality quizzes. So <laughs> oh. I do have that book. Well, it's a I lot don't. of getting like they have a lot of there's so much information in here and they in the in the beginning they speak about how to how to use the book you can use it as as a resource like just keep it in your library mm -hmm. and kind of like pull it as needed because i get bored of the google searches and i also don't know where a lot of these resources are coming from so it's nice to know that these are some like well-educated woke people who got this published um this helped me a lot i bought it when i was seeing my non-binary yeah. baby um and I just, I had some some dog-eared things in here that I wanted to read if you didn't. Please, know. please. And then we can get into no, uh, your rush. partners. I Isn't this forgotten. a fantastic time to be alive? Right. Oh, my yeah. oh my God, we were all at Pride together. Hey oh. now! True. Yeah. Happy Pride. That is so random because this this Pride, they made it so <laughs> um, compacted sorry. that like you could barely even walk. And they had been trying to meet up with people for the entire time they were there. And we met up. By Multiple chance, times. three times. Yeah, three, three times. times. Just yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Happened, coincidence? So. I think not. No, no, no. no. Yeah, no. Actually, if you'll read those, and then we have to just chat one more ad, and then we want to. If you guys would come back at some point, I want to talk yeah. relationships then oh, and totally. talk dating. There we go. Yes. But yes. then, but then after we do a little ad, I want to ask about pride, and I want to ask about allies because that's yes. for our listeners. So please, yes, yes. please read. Um. So I was reading this this morning before I came here, and I thought it was really goes back to what we were just talking mm. about um uh it's a section called the importance of language um it says la uh, language often shapes our experiences more than we realize for example when the generic man is used to mean human 
as in mankind uh. or every man for himself, people who are not men often don't remember what has been said as well and experience wow. lower confidence afterwards mm. than when inclusive language like human or person is used. Very cool. This wow. can become a barrier to learning in education or well-being in healthcare. Uh, researchers have also found that we learn through language and images to treat men as the norm compare uh, and compare women to them. For example, in the way that graphs and tables tend to present data from men before the data of women and how we generally phrase explanations of any gender differences in terms of how women are different from men. Example, women are more persuadable than men rather than men are more stubborn than women. For this reason, uh, and then they just go, for that reason, they've tried to like mix up what they compare other things to in this book. Wow. Um, so, and those are things I didn't even realize no. were yeah. like normal. Like when, when you look at graphs, it's always men before women. It's always uh, being compared to a man. <laughs> and, and like the subliminal stuff, it's power dynamic. Yeah, it's, it's same, with, same with whiteness it's why, too. It's just, mm -hmm. it's just making course. me think oh, yeah. of like, because I've been, yeah, it's, it's like the same thing. Yeah, the subliminal things, like when you check like why when you check your 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 race why are we checking races anyways but when you check your your race why is caucasian the first yeah hmm. always, always. <laughs> my echo oh my god no that's add like, time add time <laughs> oh, that's like that's like tripping me out now i'm just gonna notice mankind everywhere and freak the fuck out yeah. <laughs> um, uh, let's take a moment to talk about our largest organ our skin. Our skin. We all have skin. Yeah, all no matter skin. who we are or all how humans. we identify, we all yeah. have skin. Humans <laughs> have skin. We all want glowing, healthy skin, right? Yes. It's mm -hmm. a uniting factor. You can do your best to take care of your skin, but often we do things to our skin that are damaging and potentially harmful for it, like relying on the SPF in our makeup or using the same product all year round or applying your skincare like it's hand cream. These are no, all no. call outs to me. That's why <laughs> I was so excited to find out about beauty by design with beauty by design you never have to make another skincare mistake again beauty by design gives you a completely personalized skincare routine while providing everyday guidance from experts their process is super simple all you have to do is go online answer a few questions send a makeup free selfie and in a few minutes you have your well when i did it i had it was literally five minutes and i had a text bless not a call text Bless. with a personal <laughs> esthetician and i was able to tell her about my skin and exactly what results i was looking for yeah your esthetician picks from her huge arsenal of skincare products to create over five thousand possible regimens shortly after that they send you an email with a customized package of skincare meant just for you you only order the products you need when you need them which i love because there's no aggressive salespeople trying to sell you a thousand different products mm -mm. shipping and returns are always free and again now i can text my esthetician if i have any questions or have skincare needs or changes whenever for life i'm happy to report that since using beauty by design my skin it's looking pretty good it looks great thank and you thanks glowing mm. thank you mm. it's all beauty by design it's it's true. Um, so go to beautybydesign.com slash chatty and use the promo code chatty. First time customers get 20% off. That's promo code chatty at beautybydesign.com slash chatty for 20% off. Okay, so we really specifically wanted to get you all here in this month because this episode will be airing with just a few days left of Pride Month. So I wanted to make sure I'm like, let's do it in this month. Um, 
We are proud 365, just yeah, so, so you know. Oh, you know, we're thr- but can you talk for a moment about why pri- <laughs> Pride, specifically, like Pride Month is so important? Because I know that a lot of people very carelessly will say, well... You know, it's the typical, why don't we have a month? Which it's like, why don't we have straight month? I'll but just say protection please. and security. Okay. That's one of the biggest, biggest keys for us is because we get to march in front of thousands of people together with thousands of people. And, you know, yes, some people are closeted and that gives them an opportunity to yeah. maybe sneak out and, and be proud and be visible. Um, but, you know, I don't want to always say that protection and security is always there because we know that it's not. But when we're in mass numbers like that and, you know, we have roadblocks and we mm. do have people standing by watching us be proud and be be visible, you know, that that this is this is the time where nobody's going to stand in our way. And like you you try and come at one, you're going to have to come through thousands, you mm. know, it's like this 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 pack of of just magicness. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I have mixed feelings about it personally. Like, I mean, talking about that circle with Ashley, the egghead, mm-hmm. I, the egghead. I like, <laughs> you know, feel like that a little yeah. bit around okay. pride events where I'm like in this epicenter of like, look at us, look at us, look at us. Mm. Here we are. We're so proud. We're so gay. You know, and I feel like there's like this target energy. A lot of fear comes up for me around like possible hate crimes and I'm, yeah. it really overwhelms me to be in those spaces like when we were leaving pride and everybody everybody was saying uh be safe be safe everybody be yeah, safe. And yeah i was like they're be saying safe. be safe it's like it's really oh my overwhelming God, right i'm a target well, oh, when shit. you were when you were posting and i was down in orange county you were posting from pride i literally was like feeling like yeah a little like nervy mm-hmm. about like your safety yeah. i was just understandable the whole time. i mean yeah. a big really part sad. of it personally yeah. is that i i hope for us to just exist, like I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So drawing attention to the queer community, and I, it almost feels like we're doing what they are doing, you know, by mm-hmm. being together like that, so strong, and like, look at us, and you're not, and even though we welcome all, and, you know, you don't have to be gay to be at Pride. Not you know, all. that's a common Allies. misconception. You're yeah. like, oh, but... I don't know. I guess that that comes up for me. I would be lying if I said sure. that that didn't haunt me in these, exp- like, you know, these experiences. Mm. Mm. I know. <laughs> She's just staring right at you. I know. Oh, my, oh, my ovaries are crying right now. Oh my yeah. But that being said, on the other side of it, I am really, I'm so grateful. You know, yeah, I know yeah. that all these things take place they have to and I want to be a part of it it won't stop me from being a part of it that's just my truth with it Mm. I guess where I stand is you know I I do come from a a small town and you know Texas we we have Houston Dallas uh San Antonio but there were no pride parades when where I grew up you know like so I guess I see it as like a chance to be out and be seen and be visible and be proud and you know for that 12 year old kid or that one parent that is their ally they they get to take them somewhere and let them just do their thing yeah. you know also yeah. to speak to your point i think you're you're saying like why not why don't why don't uh straight people get a straight pride and it's because like i think what people well, I, i'm not saying that no i think it's the same reason why people when people say like why isn't there a white history month and the answer to both of those questions is because straight people get representation like all the time all the and time. the reason why we give a month is to sh- Oh, 
that's disgusting. Get a little something oh. there. Oh, yeah. Lord. Um, so the reason we <laughs> we we but, set aside a time yeah. is to just for Sorry. a fraction of the moment, like make it about people who don't get it to be. I mean, like when we talk about mo- mainstream movies, when have you ever just seen like a normal movie that's just about two gay people falling in love? That's not like just blown out. <gasps> yeah, that's right. Broke that's back rare. mountain. That's right. yeah. Or even like, yeah. I remember when I saw Call Me By Your Name, I was oh. just like, I've, uh, it's so good. Is it so good or is it so good? <sighs> it's, I can't so believe how good it is. <laughs> but I just remember like, I, I don't, I haven't seen very many movies where I've just seen two char- gay characters hold hands and it just be like a normal first kiss. Like all these just like very normal things we take for mm-hmm. granted uh, as <clears throat> it's straight uh, people. It's coming. It's called High Pretty and we're filming it in November. Dot com. High Pretty. High Pretty. That's cute. Yeah. That is really cute. But representation. Yeah, representation. You know? there's, no, there's no normal representation. Yeah, That's why we mean. take Wasn't the time first- and energy out. That was my, this was my first pride. Yeah. My first pride that I was ever at. I took your pride card. I'm so pumped. Oh, that was my first pride. Um, Well, because I came, I came out, I would say like officially like to the masses just in the new, in the new year. I remember. Wow. Like just before the new year. Wow. So I say I'm proud 365. I haven't actually made it 365 yet. So (laughs) hit me, hit me next June. Um, Wow. But uh, it will, cause there was so much shame involved in in coming out in the in the church yeah um so the thought of being proud was even like what Mm. Mm. like so to be proud for me this this year's pride meant meant a meant a ton to me because it was the first time i made myself visible Mm. wow i i was the one giving representation and did you look fine and also can i just bring up that a sweet person came up and wanted to take a picture with Valerie because Valerie's such a bad ass. Yeah. Bad ass. Drummer, everything. Oh, yeah. I took Hale, pictures of, of the pictures. Yeah, one, yeah. one of Haley's fans spotted me. Oh, my God, me. cute. Like, oh, wow. Oh, yeah, it's like, you're like, amazing. They were so red and nervous oh, yeah. and took a picture. Oh, like, it's amazing. So sweet. High vibes. The vibes See, are high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the whole time, I keep telling people about this dynamic. Like, wh- whenever we were together, we were like, look at them. Aren't they beautiful? Oh, my God, look at them. Aren't they beautiful? Oh, look at this person aren't they oh my god everybody's so beautiful aren't you so happy oh forget to be gay (laughs) and 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 you always do that thing aren't you so happy to be gay yes or no yes or no (laughs) (laughs) like immediate answer i was like yes yes Yes. um so it was so cool to to be able to step up Mm. for for the people who still are ashamed for the people who still are in the closet um I had a piece commissioned recently that I just got that I'm super happy about that's hanging in my studio now. It's huge. It's like six six feet by four feet. It's hanging above my drum set in my studio. And it says, uh, drag me through the mud. I look better dirty. Yay! <laughs> Amen. Because I was so consumed with everybody gossiping, slinging mud. Drag, like, like, go ahead, drag me. I found out I look better dirty. Like throw it at me. Yes, you make me more beautiful. Yep. Like I'm, I'm still going to be here. Yep, covered in mud or not. Woke up in the same body. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I'd say that as an encouragement to people who are terrified of gossip, mm-hmm. terrified of being, um, being dragged through the mud. They're <laughs> of encountering got the horror of yeah. of 
175 kids in a circle. Yeah, I'll never forget that image. Yeah. It and was I just can't like, wait to reshoot it. I dude. cannot wait to reshoot it. Dude, that's insane. Yeah. Well, um, thank you all so, so much. This is like, this really means a lot. Thank you for broads. both of us. For Are you kidding me? For having, having um, us. And this is just like, I feel like such going to be such an encouraging message, not only for our listeners who just are wanting to learn more, but also maybe some of our broads who, like you said, aren't maybe comfortable feeling yes. dragged through that dirty Gender is a broad topic. Mm. It is hey. very broad. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we're going to drag you all back to do a dating episode. Yes. Right. Yes. It's so fun. And Until next time. Dating yeah. in the queer community. Oh, Until well, that's time. fun. I boom, think boom, Ruthie boom. had a blowout, so I feel like she I might see it. She <laughs> did it all up. over. <laughs> I'm going to shit it. on these walls. Right? <laughs> Um, better do you, dirty do baby. you mind if we make plugs? Yeah, plug, sure. plug away. Plug away. Yeah. Plug on. Please. I also on. have a podcast, I said before. Yes. It's called Behind the Beat. Give it a listen, follow if you'd like. I'm also super pumped. I am releasing today uh, a new drum cover video on my oh, YouTube yes. channel. Yes. Um, I didn't so even know amazing. You had a YouTube channel. It's I'm I'm getting back into it. Nice. I haven't posted for a couple years, but I'm um, Dusting it off and doing it again. It's 11 Minutes by Halsey. Yeah. Keeping it queer. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's really, really fun. No spoilers. You'll just have to go see it. It's, yeah. it's dramatic. Tori's seen it. I, she love, knows. I love it. It's amazing. <laughs> yes. What do you think? Um, uh, thank you for having me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm Tori Wolf. Uh, I, I am every day coming out more and more on my Instagram by posting inappropriate beautiful pictures <laughs> oh i love your sapphic your sapphic posts make i could me only hope that it would so make happy. someone take a double or triple take oh, like, oh yeah can everyone plug their instagram handles i think that's what everyone oh. as is. c val drum s-e-e-v-a-l-d-r-u-m yes uh tori tori wolf t-o-r-i-i-w-o-l-f lee don hershey and it's at lee don hershey or Girls with flair. Don A W A W N. Okay. Yes. Um, I guess my plug is uh, have a feature film coming and directing it, writing it, executive producer. Um, it's going to be killer. Uh, literally. Don't even touch it. But uh, yeah, just stay tuned, Madonna have a big music video that I was in with Madonna and my partner coming out. Yes. Amazing. Probably the end of the month for World Pride. So, so yeah, cool. Yeah, just stay tuned Amazing. on that. Thanks, guys, for having me. Thank yeah. you guys so broads. much. <laughs> All right, broads. Chat soon? Chat soon. Chat soon. Chatty. Chat. Keep it chatty. Keep it chatty.